Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Happy New Year, Pure Victory Tribe. It's 2024. We are excited to be with you in the new year. Hope you're doing well. Hope that 2024 is treating you well so far. And we are excited to journey with you in doing this podcast. We've gotten so many great stories lately of people that have come across the podcast and that it's helped them immensely. Uh, we had one guy tell me that it was one of the key things that got him free from porn. Love it. And yeah, these stories, they just continue to, to come into our uh, purview, I guess, of people sharing of what's happening. And we, we hope that this gets out to as many people as we can to help people like that. And so please share a review, um, give a review on one of the platforms, uh, refer to a friend, family member, whoever, a coworker. Um, this is just one of those things that can be the peace in someone's life that God uses to help them uh, move away from things like porn, have freedom, peace, and joy in their life. And that's why we do what we do. <laughs> but anyways, we want to get into this episode today. And this is something I think that Matt and I, we've wrestled with. We were just wrestling with a lot of the concepts about this before we came on. But it's it's about straddling the line, meaning that kind of coming up to this line of something that we shouldn't be involved in when it comes to maybe sexual temptation or lust or whatever else. We come as close as we can to that line, but hey, we're not crossing the line, not putting a toe over the line, just coming up as close as we can in the hopes that we don't jump over that line like we have in the past with uh, acting out, looking at porn or masturbating. So we're going to talk about what is that line, why we need to be aware uh, of it, and so we don't straddle, we don't come close to it and, and, and work in that pattern in our life. Doesn't it just make you think of Johnny Cash? Oh yeah, walk the line. I walk the line. 
I shouldn't sing it, but no, we, we're going to get absolutely charged for that. I oh. think. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'd also hurt people's ears if I started. Oh, singing that's it, true. Yeah, yeah we absolutely. Yeah, Am you I, have you have notes that you can sing notes that no one's ever heard before. Oh, dude, seriously, I always say I'm always on key. I just never know which key it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably some off key. I think I'm on. I was singing this song the other day, well, a month ago with my wife, and I was singing so horribly off key. It was so bad, and then she joined in, also off key, but a different off key. It was just like. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, want to do that. Sweet. What a great oh, marriage story. Oh, man. Yeah. We, 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 I, I don't do compliment each other. We don't make each other sound better. Just both bad. But she, I love her voice. She, her, her singing voice is so sweet. Johnny Cash, I was thinking of it. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep eyes wide open all the time. We're not going to get dinged for this, eh? No, 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 no. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds because you're mine. I walk the line. I wonder, like, what what do we do for the pleasure that comes into our life, the the love that we have? He's speaking to, he walks the line because he's in love with this person, and you know the pleasure that we get from sexual uh, outlet, sexual vices, that's real, right? And there's a desire often in our minds and our hearts, and we get close to it, and we maybe think that it's it's funny to engage in in sexual humor or to you know, watch comedians or media where it's, it's, it's funny, right? It's funny and innocent and, and we like it. So we're walking that line or we're straddling that line and we just get too close. So we want to, we want to talk about that uh, or identifying what starts us down the path of, uh, of, of damaging mm-hmm. behavior because often it's not the big stuff. It's just a little stuff. Yeah. And to give you some examples of what this could look like, I mean, I was just talking to Matt about this recently, uh, you know, with YouTube now, like a lot of these videos will start playing if you not even click on it, but and so there'll be something that comes up, right? Even if you're not clicking on it. And um, so th- there'll be things like certain exercise videos where there's girl dressed kind of very scantily clad or in kind of the exercise clothing that uh, is very tight and form-fitting, uh, stuff like that. And, you know, the reason I was bringing that up is because this is something that we've been thinking through. I mean, I've been thinking through is like, the more that you view certain things over and over and over and over again, um, it might be that, it might be other things. It could be things like social media. You're seeing some stuff on social media. It uh, could be advertisements for, I don't know, Victoria's Secret or whatever else. Go down the list. Can I say Victoria's Secret? Anyways, I don't know. Remember, we're just doing plagiarizing stuff all over the left-hand center. You're no, that's allowed. not plagiarizing. You're allowed. Yeah, You're I'm allowed. allowed. Okay. We don't use <laughs> not their, plagiarizing. That's not the right word. We don't use their ad copy in our marketing. No, so that's we're, right. We're good. That's right. But you see things come up like that. And over time, uh, you, you maybe you you're looking for it or you start moving closer towards things like that because maybe it gives you a little bit of that dopamine rush, not a full rush that maybe you're used to when you go to full porn or masturbation or whatever else, but just a little taste. You just get a little taste, but then you back away. It's like, ooh, hot stove, touch, back away, right? And so we kind of play that game where we're coming as close to the line as we can without fully, in our minds anyway, going over. And then eventually what happens, I mean, we're just giving this visual, you push a rock up a hill. It's hard. You push it, you push it, but eventually you get to the tipping point where momentum takes over and that rock comes crashing down the other side. And that's kind of what happens, right? Like we, we come up to this line, we're pushing the rock up the hill, just getting close and close and closer to that tipping point. And eventually it's like, we don't feel we have choice anymore. It just, the momentum takes over and then we go to our drug of choice, whether it's porn, masturbation, whatever else, fantasy. And we dabble in that, we engage in that. And so 
often this is kind of this dance we play, this game we play of trying to get as close to that line because maybe we realize and recognize that, hey, I don't want to look at porn, but I'm going to do something that's secondary, not as bad in our minds. And we'll just do a little bit of it. Just get a taste, right? Just a little taste of that dessert. And then I get the taste and I'll back away and I'm good for a while. But the more that we do that over time, the more we're pulled in. And that's why we want to talk about some of these things that we can engage in um, that get us to the tipping point because we don't want that. Um, So we need to kind of look back at some of the things that we do that can bring us to the point of, quote unquote, no return when it comes to acting out. Yeah, that's why I think sometimes porn freedom can be an idol for some people because you get free of that. You think you're good. But actually, that was me, too. Shouldn't just speak to other people. That was me. <laughs> you think you're good, but then it's like YouTube stuff or uh, movies or whatever. There's different things where there's still sexual content. I was just like, yeah, I could, I could, I could handle it, right? All my pride, but uh, but I was straddling the line, and there, and my my thoughts, at the very least, my thoughts were not not at peace, right? And and so I just started realizing, man, I, I'm playing my standard has been porn free, but not sexual purity necessarily or purity in my heart because in Ephesians 5 it says to not even have a hint of sexual immorality mm. in your life not even a hint it doesn't say don't have porn don't masturbate it says not even a hint of sexual immorality so there's some things that are that that are sexual immorality there's other things that are they're kind of gray areas and we want to talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit because there's things you know it, it could be a sex scene where you're you're aware that there's nudity in the in the movie and you're watching that. Well, I mean, when you understand the value of the body that God has on on our bodies and you're taking in someone else's body and it's there to entertain you and to lure you sexually and to entice you and then you do get enticed by that, even if it's like half a second, that's sexual immorality. It's not good. I mean, we're not preaching at people. Like, we've been there, yep. Brad and I. And yep. so we that 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 is an immoral thing. It's not good for you. That's what it says in Ephesians 5. It's not where it says to not have a hint of sexual immorality. It says it's not proper for God's people. And so the way I kind of view that is like you're driving a diesel-fueled car and you try to fill it with milk, and then you're like, why doesn't it run well? <laughs> it's like you want joy in your life, you want peace, healthy relationships, but then we're letting all this crap into our life. Yeah. No wonder we're not having the joy that we want because we're not allowing ourselves to run well. We're not filling us with the proper stuff. And so we might think, well, I've been free of porn for a long time or whatever, but... Uh, but what about those little hints? Now, if you if porn is in your life, what about those little hints? Because that could be leading you down the pathway, right? And so there are some things that are that that it is immoral, and then there's other things that are gray area. So yeah. I got to tell I got a story for you. So this week, my wife and I were working out, and uh, we're working out. In You're our looking feet. great, by the way. I have to say, yeah, those arms are starting to to get into a good level there. I actually. <laughs> I came up with a new name for you the other day. I was texting one of our leaders, Jason, and we were talking about uh, something about the podcast. We we're talking about you. I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Big Armed Half about that." <laughs> so <laughs> you're talking about my arms. I'm, I'm little arm Kleiner, but Big Armed Half over there. I oh appreciate, I appreciate yeah. the compliment. Oh so. yeah, yeah. People are gonna think I look like The Rock or something. Seriously, <laughs> they're like, "That's just a regular guy." <laughs> Jason sent me back this GIF or GIF or whatever it's called. <laughs> Of this dude, I mean, his arms are like three feet in diameter. It was so funny. <laughs> That's not me, everybody. <laughs> not even close. Oh man, it's funny. Big arm tap. <laughs> but no, so we were working out the other day, and uh, uh, oh, 
by the way, another side note, I did in the workout today, it was curls, bicep curls. I'm like, oh man, I'm so weak. I used to be able to do a lot more. That's why you can barely lift up the mic right now. Yeah, that's right. Your arms are just dead. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. Um, but so we were doing this workout video, my wife and I, and the main guy is a, is a, like the main trainer is a guy. And then in the background, there's four other people, trainers or whatever you call them. And I think in this video, there was one other guy and three girls. So total, there's five of them, two guys, three girls, two of the girls are wearing, uh, like shirts at full size shirts. And then one of them is not, and she's wearing just a sports bra. And so I'm just kind of going up about my business, just working out, not thinking anything of it. And, and I, and we got to the end of the workout and I'm like, Oh, that's great. And my wife's just kind of like rattled and what's going on. And she's, so then she's like, I don't want you to do this program anymore with that one girl in there. And I'm like, Oh honey, I didn't even see it. Oh, I should say this too. So I, <laughs> we had to pause the video and, and so she, my wife was out doing something with our son. So I had to pause it for like a minute. So I paused the video and I'm just watching her do it. And then she come or do the thing with our boy. And then she comes back and the screen that I paused it on is like, a, it's a very sexualized shot of this girl, <laughs> like this one particular girl. I didn't even see it. And I was just like, watch him, watching Louise. So she comes and then she sees the screen. She, she like rips the remote out of my hand and presses play so that it moves off that screen. And then it's like, she's telling me what it was. And she assumed I saw it. So then that kind of rattled her and then the whole thing. So I'm just like, oh, so I'm going about my workout. And at the end, then she's rattled. So she's like, I don't want you seeing this, doing this program anymore. And so we talked through it and I'm trying to explain to her, like, I'm just doing my workout. Like I, there's no, in my mind, I wasn't thinking sexualized things. I, the sexual or the content and the workout wasn't sexual. And so is that okay? And we're just putting that out there to you yeah. listening as something to consider because my wife's points extremely valid. What she's saying is she's like, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust uh, them because they're like, they sexualize it with the shots. They sexualize it with the body parts that they zoom in on sometimes. And I'm like, Oh, do they, I'm just doing my workout. Like I'm, if I'm looking at their body, I'm like, where do I put my foot? How do I move right. my arm? Like, right. That's what I'm thinking. And so then, but she's thinking, oh, what is Matt looking at right now? And so, yeah, we were talking through this, but her, her point is that like, okay, Matthew, you're putting yourself in front of these people every day, if you're working out every day and eventually over time, it's going to wear you down and it's going to get in there. And I'm like, well, so I've done these kinds of workouts for years, not that you could tell, but I've done them for years and it hasn't led me down that path. And so for me, I'm like, in my mind, is this is this pride or is it a point where I have been built up enough in the Lord or in health where I can handle it? Or is it just pride for me? If it was a sexual thing, if there's sexual content, that'd be a, that'd be a hard no. I would turn the, and in fact, there's an explicit option on this trainer, this training program where you could click the explicit option and then they're like swearing and they are doing their sexual crude jokes. So I don't choose that one. I choose the cleaner one where they've edited it. And so, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a funny conversation that we're having, but it's serious when, when, when you're trying to get to a place where you're getting things out of your life, I call it a sexual inventory. You're like, where, where in your life is there an input of sexual content? And it might just be a hint. It might be a sliver 
And what is that doing to you? It might be subconscious. That's why for me, I'm like, is this, is this pride? Is this doing? I'm like, having to reflect. I'm like, I don't think so because it's been years of this stuff and it hasn't led me down the wrong path. But, but I do a sexual inventory and think like, is it, uh, is there something little that isn't just pornography or blatant, but it's something little in your life and it's, and it has a potential of influencing you in some, some small way. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of our enemy is that he doesn't just come at us full force off the hop. Often it's subtle. He plants the little subtle thoughts, little subtle comments from people in our mind and, and then says, Hey, you can handle it. And so, uh, we just need to be super aware. And, and I'll say to you, just kind of as an aside, with this uh, conversation with Louise the other day, we were sharing opinions and viewpoints and all of this stuff. But, but what I felt God put in on my heart is make her feel safe. Don't yeah. just argue your point, but make her feel safe. So I just said to her, honey, like I'll do a different program. It's no problem. If we can find a good one, I'll do that. And, uh, and my priority is for you to be confident and you to feel safe. So, um, so the next day I go down to the basement, she's got on the same program. I'm like, I, th- I thought we were doing this. And she's like, well, you said it's fine. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, I just want you to be fine. That's yeah. my biggest thing. So, yeah. um, but that's kind of an aside just for, for converse or conversing about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's just a great story. Cause I think we both, I mean, if you're listening out there and hearing us just understand, like we're with you in the journey of moving towards Jesus and becoming more like him. And we have things that we have questions about too, just as much as you do. And so these are things that are playing in our mind. And the one thing that we're trying to learn is, is more and more to partner with the Holy Spirit is to ask him into all of these things. Cause like, like us, you're unique. Um, you have a unique story. You've gone through unique things. The problem that we face sometimes is that we, we blur the lines, our voice. We start to assume that's God's voice. And so we'll say, no, it's, you know, certain things I'm not saying in Matt's situation, this is what's happening, but um, just generally, I know even for myself, I have blurred the line, so to speak, because I have misconstrued God's voice for being my voice or my flesh and saying, oh, it's just okay. It's fine. Now, at the same time, one of the things I want to be very clear about is that God never moves us towards legalism. It's always about us at the heart. He wants our heart. He doesn't move us towards this huge list of things that we have to do or avoid um, so that we have his affirmation and love. No, that's not it at all. Uh, Really, he's concerned about us. Like I always think about when Jesus, uh, when he was talking to the crowd, um, specifically the Pharisees, he was saying, you know, talking about adultery. He was saying, yeah, great, you don't commit adultery, but he went even further. If you even look at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery in your heart. Um, So, the point of this is that Jesus is really concerned about our heart and what's going on, not just even the uh, manifest behavior of what's going on. It's uh, really our hearts. So um, we can't get wrapped up in legalism because that is a whole thing. It really is. It, uh, we, so many people have, when it comes to porn and addiction and all these other areas, that has been a huge stumbling block because you create this huge set of rules in your mind that no one can match up to. And then you just feel so guilty and shamed all the time about doing something that is on your list. You've seared your own conscience, right? You put ill-fitting things in your life that God has never put on you. Now, at the same time, he does create a boundary and standard for us that we have to pray into and ask him to come into and have understanding about our life. Because there's certain things that trigger us. Like for Matt, that doesn't trigger him seeing that stuff. But for some guys, 
they'll be, you know, in certain situations where that would trigger them to the point where they want to go masturbate and look at porn, right? It'll bring them to that tipping point. Yeah. So we have to be very clear in our life about what's going on, but listen to God's voice, understand his voice. And we can't go down to legalism real, because then we're going to be like what they were in, uh, I guess, uh, Victoria British, Vic- the Victorian era Brit- Britain, where... Uh, I mean, ankles were seen as yeah. like scandalous, right? So yeah. even uh, like piano uh, legs and stuff, they put coverings on, little dollies coverings because it reflected an ankle of a woman. Like that's, come on guys, that's just crazy. <laughs> and that's what they did because uh, you get into such a legalistic mindset that, you know, uh, you eventually have to get to the point where you have to go leave culture and society and go live in the hills. But Matt just brought up this great point. He said this and I thought it was awesome. It's like, yeah, you can go do that, but you still are bringing yourself along for the ride. Yourself. Yeah. Meaning that all this lust that's still, that you're trying to flee from, that lives in us. <laughs> so you can try to run. You can try to hide from it. But I mean, we're often our own worst enemy. We are. So we bring all that fantasy with us. We bring all the images that we can create in our mind and stuff. So that's not the answer. We can't just run to the hills. Um, but at the same time, we have to apply wisdom, not legalism. And that's the key. And uh, I know through all that that word salad I just gave you, you're like, well, what's the answer? <laughs> well, I think we got to partner with the Spirit in this and uh, and really got lean into Him. God never leads us to a legalistic standard that we can't match up to, but He actually wants our heart. So I love the verse that you were talking about there, Matt, about First Timothy or Second Timothy, talking about flee evil desires of youth, but then there's an end to that. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. So it's about um, a turning from and then a filling of. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the key for us is we have to fill our life with, with, with the Holy Spirit, with God, with our relationship with Christ. We have to fill our life with those good things. Um, and that's, that's really the, the crux of it. Yeah, and it says pursue those things along with those who call on the, on the Lord out of a pure heart. So go seek good community, good godly community. But I like what you're saying with the heart because I'm thinking back, I mean, when I say I've done these programs for years, it's been, I've done a lot of these group video programs. I haven't finished all of them, but I've, <laughs> I've done them. And I, yeah, it's very, very rarely um, has there been, has there been less, but I do remember one, it was years ago where there was, like I was watching the girl and, and I was like, you know, I shouldn't do this. And so I don't. And, and I, and I didn't finish that one on purpose. And I've seen pictures of her over the years, that same girl. And it's, it's cool. Cause I'm at a different spot now, but, but in that time I had to be aware of like, what is my conscious? Cause I could just defend myself and I could say the same things years ago that I just did this week to Louise and say like, it's, it's not porn. I'm fine. All that. But I would, there would be a conflict in my heart because I knew that I actually did have lust. And so now I, one thing I said to Louise is like, like I, I actually have a total clear conscience. Like I don't feel like I'm being foolish and doing this at all because there's no lust and and it's a good workout. I'm just focusing on the sweat. So uh, got to be like big armed half, just <laughs> picturing Braden. So I'm just I'm just focused on that. <laughs> focus on him more than her. I, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but hey, buddy, go for what works. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One day I might get there. Who knows? But, uh, but no, so be aware of your conscience and be aware of what the Lord is leading you and not just your conscience, because that could also deceive you, but just be aware and, and, and really partner with the Lord in that. And like, is this foolish? Are you okay? Am I okay? Or 
is this, you know, comedian that I really like something that I should get out of my life? Is this person that I always hang around or always sit with in a sports dressing room or something that's always talking about sexual things? Should I maybe sit somewhere else? Like, like, or are you able to be an influence? Because you're either influenced by people or, or you influence them. And I don't think it's neither. I think there's always one or both happening at the same time. So be aware of your community because it says to call on the Lord with those who have a pure heart in the second Timothy two twenty two verse. And so it is important to realize like, are you fooling yourself? Are you deceiving yourself? And I think oftentimes the Holy spirit will give us a check and we'll feel like a little bit uneasy in our heart if we're, if we're fooling ourselves. So, um, but yeah, and then to expand on what you're saying, Brad, like I'm just picturing people, so many of us, I used to do this too, but like you're tempted in your bedroom. So you're like, Oh, I got to go for a run. I got to go do push-ups. And I got to flee sexual temptation. Yeah. So you flee the room or you put your phone down, but like you're saying, like the lust is still in your heart. So yeah. you're like going for the run. You're just carrying the lust with you. You're still carrying <laughs> not it fleeing with you. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why to make that distinction is important. It's not a physical fleeing always, although that might be part of it, but, but it's more so in your heart and in your mind. Can you flee the way that you're thinking and can you welcome the Lord into your heart and have him give you peace and, and you receive that peace and love and, and have faith that you're going to get through it. I mean, that's that's really how you flee it in your mind, in your heart. Yeah. And so if you have these little checkpoints where you're like, yeah, I think there is an input of se- sexual content in my life in some way, we would encourage you to do two things. Number one, practically do what you can to get rid of it. Like years ago, I had to stop that workout program because it wasn't doing me good with uh, with my heart purity. Um, but secondly, learn what it is, and maybe this is a journey and a process, and maybe you even need some counsel on it but or mentorship, but learn what it is to pursue faith in order to pursue love, pursue peace, learn to pursue righteousness, as it says in Second Timothy 2.22, because we're not to straddle the line. Like It's way better to steer way, way, way clear of the line, not just because you're then not sinning, but because God is going to work through you and in you in a mighty, mighty way when you're when you're solely seeking him. And so we want to, we want to stay way clear of straddling the line. Um, and, but also it's, it's just, it, it helps you operate better. If I can say it that way, like in Ephesians with the hints of sexual immorality, mm-hmm. it says it's not proper for you. So this stuff, if you want to live a life where you're, where things are just kind of flowing, like things are happening for you, I think like relationships are good. Um, some of the stress has gone out of that. Some of the, self-image um turmoil that you've had like that just kind of starts to go away all of these things happen a better relationship with god those those things happen when we cut these things out of our life and so we want to encourage you with that is to practically do what you can to not start out of the line and then what does it look like for you to to have a different heart response and different mind response Mm -hmm. and some tips around this too uh that's all great is um we have to get very honest with ourselves too. uh be honest and what I mean by that is start to consider and look at what are the blatant tipping points in, in your life, in our lives, right? What are the blatant tipping points um, where the momentum takes over and eventually we go to our uh, further down that pathway? Um, those are the areas that we can take note of and recognize when we're starting to get close to them. Because um, we will engage in behavior that, like I said, is a taste, just a little sneak peek at that tipping point. I'm not going to the full tipping point or the line, 
Um, but there are some things that are blatant, but then there are those gray areas too that we need to be uh, aware of um, as, as Matt was talking about. Um, what is a gray area in your life? What are some gray areas that you need another to come alongside you? Maybe talk it through, think it through, you know, is this going to be damaging and destructive for yourself? You know, if you are in that gray area and to understand, you know, maybe this is moving me closer to some of those tipping points um, and, and having that understanding because yeah, we, we can, like I said, get really good at kind of rationalizing certain behaviors or maybe undermining maybe God's voice in our life by applying our own reasoning instead of looking to him. And that's why uh, we, we, we got to be aware of the blatant ones and also those subtle ones that maybe are gray and, uh, and, and talk about it, think it through, pray it through. God's not going to leave you hanging. Like he'll, he'll talk it through with you. And um, often he uses others to help us through that process too. So being part of uh, groups is really key and being part of a community where you can share and talk about some of these things is really, really important. It is key to your healing as well. Cause often we go alone and we don't know, we don't know, like we don't understand certain things. Like Matt and I were able to wrestle with some of the stuff together and that's great. We can talk it through and we learn together and God works in that. And that's why we need others too, to talk through some of these things. Cause yeah, maybe the models that we had growing up or understanding of certain sexualized things, maybe we had really poor models. Like this stuff was around us all the time. Playboys were on your coffee table growing up. You know, maybe a subscription to certain magazines was a regular thing in your household. Uh, maybe talking about the opposite sex a certain way was a regular occurrence in your environment growing up. So your ideas of things maybe is different from another person's ideas. But that doesn't mean that it makes it right. Um, it, is, it means that we have to get some discipleship, some coaching on some of these areas uh, and really invite God into it because our standard is very different than his. <laughs> and that's the point of, of all of this is that God has a standard and often it doesn't match up to what ours is um, because we dilute that message of what God's trying to speak to us with our own rationalizations. And that's uh, something that we have to get honest about. You know, I've had to get honest about stuff like that too. You know, recognizing, you know, I'm dabbling in some things here that is not good for me. I have to own up to that and and recognize that I'm I'm allowing certain things in my life that are not helpful but harmful to me and uh, my journey and my faith journey as well. So yeah, I was so happy to hear from one of our guys in Pure Freedom. And last night he emailed me. He's like, man, I, I had a it's called a Wise Phone. And then he got an iPhone, a wise phone. Is like, you can't do anything. On oh it, yeah. Basically. Like a flip phone. It's, it's basically yeah, a flip school. phone. Yeah. And then he got an iPhone though, because he wanted to communicate with uh, people in a group messaging app. And, but then he's like, ah, oh, it just wasn't good for me. He's, he went back to, um, to pornography more and it, it was an open door to temptation. And so he just was going back to the wise phone and I'm like, man, awesome. Good for you. I'm just super excited to hear that because he's not wanting to straddle a line. Ah, oh, I think I can handle it. It's like, no, no, if I can't, if this is not good, I'm getting rid of it. Mm -hmm. And that's a mentality that I think is so helpful. So it was awesome to hear that. And uh, if that's for you, we want to encourage you to take action. If you need some coaching and support, if you're like, oh man, there's some heart stuff. I don't know. There's some trauma from my past. There's some, there's an addictive nature here. I just can't seem to stop. We want to reach out or encourage you to reach out. You can go to Peer Freedom Community. It's for guys over 18. It's totally free to get involved, and uh, we do challenges in there and teachings and uh, opportunities for people to connect, uh, for guys to connect in different ways. So it's at purefc.ca. It's free to join again. And then if you want to actually have some personal support, 
we want to encourage you to reach out. You can go to restoredministries.ca and, and reach out for support on uh, on on just the homepage. There's a button there to, to book a call and you'll get some coaching there. And uh, the, the support that's best for you is what we'll recommend. It's not a sales call. It's just uh, wanted to help you. And we just want to get you the best support that uh, that we can get you. So God has a good life for you. And so he doesn't want the improper things hindering you anymore. He's got more for you. And uh, we hope that that helps. So have a great week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.